0: Coming up on this episode, we begin with the history of Boxing Day, what 2022 will be remembered for, and where the ricotta is hiding. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the latest LastPass hack, and then Colby's batteries die. Stick around; it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 353, recorded December 26th, 2022. Tomato bases. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by a man who definitely knows what Boxing Day is. It's Colby Rabideau. Hello, Colby.
1: Hey, Sean. I don't know what Boxing Day is, but I know that it's today.
0: Well, that's half the battle. That's half the battle. Yes, today is Boxing I, I believe it's our first ever. I don't think we've ever done an episode on December 26th, so... Um. This Ooh. this could be our first ever Boxing Day episode.
1: I feel like we could consult do to to determine the answer to that.
0: This question. is our great I think, database. I think database? you're right.
1: It's, it's a data data tomato tomato. Uh, <laughs> a
0: tomato base. Uh, <laughs> tomato base. <laughs> tomato base. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah no, you're we right. we. We usually skip this week because usually we're busy and we were able to squeeze this in with our exciting lives. But, uh, yes, it's Boxing Day, Colby. Isn't that exciting?
1: Now, is there, like, uh, do you have to get that on pay-per-view on HBO or something?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Colby, not that kind of (laughs) – although, uh, actually, they – so Boxing Day is a countries that aren't the U.S. holiday – and actually, there are a lot of right. sports. It's a big, um, big for football in the UK and rugby and cricket. And actually, it is a big sports day, um, but it dates back to the Middle Ages, um, if you're curious, uh, based on a, a tradition uh, where people uh, it's it's kind of a no one really. Knows. It's one of those things. No one really knows for sure, but. Uh, what they would do is uh, the first weekday after Christmas Day, uh, on which postman to errand boys and servants of various kinds expected to receive a Christmas box. A Christmas box was a present or gratuity given at Christmas. Um, usually, like I said, as some sort of uh, errand boy or, or some sort of service position or to servants in Britain. Um it's linked to an older tradition where servants of the wealthy were allowed the next day to visit their families. Since they would have to serve their masters on Christmas Day itself, the employers would give each servant's, servant a box to take home containing gifts, bonuses, and sometimes leftover food.
1: Nice. I guess that makes and
0: these sense. And days, these days, especially in um, the UK, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, it's basically their Black Friday. So it's a big discount shopping holiday, another commercialized capitalist holiday.
1: Right. Uh, in the grand tradition of ruining things for money.
0: Of taking a holiday based around giving things to those who need it, and instead making it about discount flat screen TVs. So <laughs> go we export only the best out of the U.S. straight to the U.K. and Canada. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I had a really productive Black Friday. I usually don't do very much shopping on the, the post Thanksgiving weekend, but I did this year. Uh,
0: what you I get? That's good. I did all
1: my shopping.
0: I Just got gifts like or anything for yourself?
1: Gifts? Well, I got I got my parents a new like stick cordless stick vacuum for like a hundred dollars off, which seemed nice. Good. Uh, and then Laura and I got an espresso machine, a tiny espresso machine that fits on our tiny counter for $100 off. That was the theme of this Black Friday was $100 <laughs> off. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. What about you? Did you do any uh, uh
0: kind of holiday I, shopping? I think specifically for black friday no i really didn't do much although i did so in my family we don't really i'm of that age where just i don't get gifts uh and nor give them but i did i i was ordering new this is actually a new hat i I was ordering now that i have should i show off the 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 longer hair
1: oh yeah look at you sean
0: i mean it's really it's but i got it pretty short on the sides and when i style it it's uh, supposedly what cool people are doing but it's a little <laughs> too much of a mess, so I'm wearing the hat anyway. But I was ordering some hats, uh, and I looked, and they had some discount, uh, a bunch of like clearance stuff. So I bought my dad a couple Bruins things that I knew he would enjoy. But no, I really didn't. I did buy a... My mother, uh, I got her a... She loves... She's big into football, and she loves Patrick Mahomes. It's like her, her favorite player. Sure. Okay. And... I wanted to get her Patrick Mahomes jersey. Do you know how expensive NFL jerseys are these days? They're ludicrous. Whoa. The cheapest, the bargain basement, is like eighty dollars. For like a like a like an authentic like field worn one, it's like one hundred and twenty dollars. And I was like, absolutely not. So I had to like track down a knockoff China one. That cost me $40 because I'm a great son that I would not splurge on the real one. So um so that was a fun experience. It was some random person on Facebook Marketplace in like Iowa who I convinced to ship it to. me. And it got here and it was cheaply made. So
1: right, right, as promised.
0: Oh no, That's you can uh... believe me, there's no confusion whether or not it is authentic. <laughs>
1: That's a uh, substantial, that's a pretty penny for a, for sure.
0: It's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty stupid. So, um, I said that uh, maybe we'll get her a, a better one some other time. And then she also, she also likes Josh Allen, but I said, I'm not getting you a, uh, I'm not getting you a Josh Allen jersey. I'm a Patriots fan. I can't have you walking around here in a Bill's Jersey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta have some dignity here. That's fair. Yeah, the bills. Currently
1: buried in snow from 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 the news from my, what I hear on the news.
0: You know, people continue to live in the in Western New York. No idea why. Nobody's. I. We've been there. <laughs> Uh <laughs> did not find much appealing about it, gotta be honest. It wasn't bad, but it also wasn't you know, because there are places where even Alaska, you're like, Yeah, okay, it's frigid and nothing's there, but it's got grand vistas and beauty and nature and hunting and all you know, like, okay, I I get the pitch. Man, you look at Western New York and I'm like, what's the upside? Like, at what time does it get like, okay, we'll put up with like the murder snow to do this nice thing? I don't know what the nice thing is. <laughs> Murder I'm just being stuff. honest. I'm so sorry, people of Buffalo. I know we got a lot of Buffalo fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the the big. Uh, what's the time of the year when it's like this is the best? Is
0: there like is there like three days in August where it's just really nice and everyone has a great time? There's miserable the rest of the year. I have no idea.
1: Right, everyone goes and hangs out at Niagara Falls, and it's awesome. Is that where, is Buffalo where we stayed when, when for a uh, friend of the show, Katie's Wedding? Was that where it where was?
0: In Buffalo? I, I, No, I wasn't. I think it was in like the greater Buffalo metropolitan area. Mm. I don't think we were technically in Buffalo, but we were in the greater, the greater Buffalo area. Sure. Sure. Well, you know, what are you going to do? unfortunate unfortunate what else is uh yeah it's not important moving on we we got a we got a very slight lag we'll see how many times it gets annoying tonight uh (laughs) because the internet's got to go a little farther instead of going to boston it's going to rhode island
1: yeah yeah um the uh, i'm far away from the router too my parents router was installed in their basement so
0: isn't that wild? My they did that to my dad too. Thanks, Fios, guys. <laughs> right. Right. Really Ooh. setting us up
1: for success here.
0: <laughs> Boo, I think I think your parents got to put a uh, mesh router on their wish list for Santa next year. Yeah. Some Wi-Fi 6 or something. Really boost it up. Um no, I was going to ask you um we've uh we're at the end of the year. There's only uh, six days left in 2022, and I was going to ask, what do you most remember about 2022? When you're looking back, what are you going to recall about 2022? I know there's so many great things for you to pick. It's going to be hard (laughs) to get just one.
1: Now are we talking just technology?
0: I'll open the floor up to anything.
1: I think the thing, the thing I remember the most that has been a theme throughout the entire year is like things canceled due to illness. Like that, that has been the theme of my of my entire yep. year. Like multiple uh, vacations, like just aborted or interrupted because one or more people were ill. Um, I guess that's. I think in a way it's good because I think in the past we would have all just gone anyways and everyone would have gotten sick. But it sure is inconvenient. It's really inconvenient when you get sick doing something you didn't want to do and then like aren't able to do something you wanted to do because you got sick sick
0: doing the the thing you didn't want to do. So. Yeah, it's only the fun stuff that gets canceled, you know? Right. Which is lame.
1: What else happened? Well, we had the chip shortages, right? Is that
0: still happening? Chip shortage. Was that supply was chain? Was that this? Was that this year or last year? That's you know I I, I was so lazy, but I really was going to write up like a quiz for you, um, of like just just telling you news stories and be like, did it happen this year? And I feel like we both would have <laughs> failed pretty good because it's because I keep thinking yeah. of things and it's like, no, that was like two years ago or four years ago. Like I'm just, my sense of time has just gotten absolutely destroyed. Right, That was 2018. Yeah. That's weird. I think you still
1: can't buy a PS five. So
0: that's true. That's true. You can't. Um, Yeah. I don't, you know, I went to the store today. You'll never guess what item my supermarket was completely out of. Not a single size, variety, plate, nothing. They didn't have a single one of it.
1: That's super, so it's like a food
0: item? Yes, it's a food item. And I'll, because I'll, you're not going to guess it, but uh, it's refrigerated. <laughs> I'll even, I'll even help you narrow it down. Oh,
1: a refrigerated, was it, ref,
0: was it uh, frozen pizzas? It was not frozen, it was just refrigerated. Just refrigerated. Uh, like milk? No, more specific. <laughs> more specific. <laughs> yes.
1: Half and half?
0: <laughs> no it was it was ricotta cheese they were oh, out of ricotta, ricotta cheese. cheese
1: now I've never put this to the test but I've heard that ricotta cheese is the easiest cheese to make at home hmm. so in a pinch you could probably get a thing of milk and and
0: ricodify it cheese. <laughs> yes active activate ricotta uh yeah no I'm I I, I yeah, I'm making lasagna this week, so um, I needed I needed my cheese, and uh, for some reason they were all out. Yeah, it's still spotty. Supply chain's still a little spotty. Or people just really love ricotta. Right, right.
1: Maybe Christmas, a big ricotta cheese time. I don't
0: know. Well, that's uh, what someone was... Like, lasagnas and, and that kind of thing are... You know, Thanksgiving is so turkey-focused, but Christmas can be a little more diverse in what people eat, so... You could, And there are desserts that use ricotta as well, so.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Now I want some cheese. Mm.
1: Ricotta. Well, good luck. I don't know. uh, What did you do? (laughs) What are you going to do? Did you have to go to a different store? Uh,
0: Yeah, I got to go out tomorrow. So the plan was to make it tomorrow. I got to run some other errands, so I'll just hit up a different store. Not the end of the world. Yeah. I'll go back. Thank you. Yeah. Um Yeah, I was I was trying to think what I I am going to remember this year for and I think a big part of it maybe it's just me. May. Maybe it's a broader theme. Maybe you can jump in here. It felt like 2022 was the year all the stress we built up over 2020 and 2021 came to fruition. Like 2022 I'm going to remember as a high stress, high pressure year. In general for everything like it seemed like just everything in life was turned up to 11 this year <laughs> and I don't and it made all of us that much more crazy because what more? I think happened in with covid. We were crazy, but we were all like cooped up in our house crazy. Like we were, we were crazy, but we weren't doing a lot. And now we're finally to the point where we're doing a bunch of stuff and we're super stressed out. So I think it all compounded where it's like we got revved up during COVID and, but the engine RPM still too high, even though we're going 80 miles per hour and it's still revving um, or some analogy like that. So that's, that's, it, it was, it was, it was, it was a long year. That's what I'll remember it for.
1: Yeah, and I feel like all the stuff uh, that we hadn't been doing, like, holidays and, like, just seeing people, (laughs) like, like, interacting with strangers was so much more stressful because, like, you hadn't been doing it for three years. Exactly. It's, like, not great. Like I'm still not I'm I'm still not comfortable like greeting strangers. Like I used to be fine at that, but I I, I can't do it anymore, and it's always weird. I've had so many weird interactions where it's like handshake, don't no handshake. Like, <laughs> I
0: well, hate. I honest, what I've learned. So I was in Vegas last month. We talked about this on the show for a trade show. I'll be in Vegas again at the end of January, where all you're doing is meeting and greeting people. And I'll tell you, sure. everyone's just back to the way it was. At least in my experience, there's no awkwardness. But you gotta go for the handshake. You gotta get right. in there. Like if you hesitate, right, right. you're screwed. You're the but weirdo. you just have to pretend <laughs> like COVID doesn't exist. Like people talk right up close to you, or you know, it's it's oh, yeah. yeah, not much has changed there.
1: At least with yeah, is. we we went to a conference for work in
0: October or
1: something in the fall, and like we did did a day of. A day at the booth and it was yeah it was super weird i i'm, I'm not sure that i cared for
0: it but well anyway. the, although the difference is i bet the difference between my conferences and your conferences is, is that guys don't walk around to your conferences with with f joe brandon shirts uh which i have seen at at our shows so we, we we've got a very uh and i don't want to disparage our customers they're wonderful but uh i i don't think many of them are vaccinated i'll put it that way
1: Oh, sure. Sure. God bless them. You know, takes a village.
0: <laughs> yeah, in this case, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely it definitely wasn't it. I'm trying to think, you know, I, I was thinking about the technology of the year. And I kind of came up with this theory, and I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on it. And I just totally made it up. It's not a thing. But think about technology trends over time. And I feel like right now we're in a transition period because if you look at like the 1980s, it was computer hardware. And you look at the 1990s, it was computer software. You look at the 2000s, the internet, and you look at the 2010, it was sort of the personal gadget, phones, tablet, watches, whatever. It's sort of the personal gadget. I feel like we're starting to leave that because there isn't as much excitement around the phones, around the watches, around the tablets. The innovation's really slowed down. It's Samsung's got one, Apple's got one, and that's it. Like there's nothing really new happening. And I'm trying to think to, I feel like this really was the first year I noticed that. And I'm trying to figure out what will the 20, we're now, you know, you do the math, we're 20% of the way through this decade. What is the 2020s going to be known for? And you can take guesses. I think if you had asked people a year ago, maybe it was cryptocurrency. I don't know if they feel that way anymore. Um, maybe it's the AR, VR, mixed reality stuff. Um maybe it's apps and services. Maybe it's I I'm not quite sure, but I'm just curious your thoughts, A, does that like make sense? And B, what could what could we see coming in the next year and the rest of the decade?
1: <laughs> the rest of the decade. I think you're I think you're right about the phones. Like when is a phone? I feel like we, we've reached peak phone mostly, um, unless they start implanting them in our wrists or something like
0: that. Well, I, and that's, I, people don't want to carry any more stuff. Like I, I genuinely think we've reached peak, like personal, Device. like personal all day on my body type technology. Um, and yeah. I think that's, I think why smart sunglasses never took off and some of this other stuff where I think we're good. <laughs>
1: I, I could still see, like, I don't know. I can imagine a world where, like, AR glasses are, like, a thing. But it seems like they're so – I feel like the bad version of AR sunglasses is never going to catch on. So, it like, it can't be a thing until it is, like, perfected to the point where, like, your actual glasses are replaceable with AR, AR, AR glasses and, <laughs> that doesn't seem like it's gonna happen <laughs> um i don't know maybe what do you think about like the all the ai stuff this year like that's been uh,
0: fascinating fascinating and revving up real fast i mean it seemed like at the beginning of this year we were right, talking it's about like it at one
1: all. thing after another
0: right it's coming and going quickly i think you know again doing that future predicting stuff i'm I'm going to try and stay optimistic on it again. Like most technologies, it's going to have its upsides and its downsides, but boy, I think the specific applications of it in business and in products could really be a leap like the internet was to the computer. Uh, and I, you know, it's um, I wish I remember the name. There's a service. It's been around for years that where you would use it to fight tickets. Like parking tickets and speeding tickets. And it had all these forms and it would like walk you through the process. Well, I was just reading the guy's written an AI now for his site that will literally contact the town for you. Like it'll do all, you just push, (laughs) put in your information and it will like automatically do all this stuff for you. And I'm like, there's so many, it's more about the automation side of AI that gets me excited to take some of the actions away from me as a person to like, that's actually helpful to my life. Like carrying more devices is not helpful. I have enough. I'm good. But when you can, you know, like I need to reschedule my dentist appointment. Like if that could just be done and all I have to type is someone is, Hey, change my appointment to a Wednesday in January. And it just does it. like that kind of stuff is exciting. Now, do I need like the Jarvis personal assistant Alexa bullshit? No, I don't. Like that, and by the way, we can talk about that. I think the voice activated stuff in the home is dead i I think I'm so over it, and I think most people are mm. um anyway, I've rambled a bit I'm curious what you think
1: yeah i mean, I mean, I think it's pretty interesting like the the um the text one, the chat is a chat gpt that's yeah the one. i have I haven't tried it myself. But I feel like there has been a lot of buzz in the programmer community because you can ask it to write code for you, and it will like write code that like works. <laughs> like it, it, it can like do the thing. Um, and so I feel like there's been some like, you know, like, well, is programming dead now that this thing can do can do it? But I really I feel like it's it's like the things it can do are like what you were describing with the guy with the parking ticket form. Like, like it can do stuff (laughs) that was busy. work. Like like, that is like, where it's like, I don't, I don't need to think about, you know, for me to do that. Like, obviously I can do the things it can do. Um, But the thing holding me back from doing that is how fast I can type it, you know, like all the bullshit that I've typed in, like a hundred times before in my life um so i think it's i think it's kind of exciting from from that perspective like i should probably try it out maybe i'll do that next (laughs) week while it's uh while it's the holidays
0: it's so interesting because i've seen a lot of studies especially with chat gpt where people have kind of tested it and it, it definitely has its downsides where you know it doesn't quite understand everything and it kind of but you know, it, it's funny, it's this idea that everyone said, you know, oh, the, the spreadsheet on the computer is going to put accountants out of business, you know, or, right. you know, this technology, it's going to eliminate, jo-. and it's like, no, all these people just became computer programmers, and God forbid computer programming is ever automated, people are just going to get trained to be good at automating the programming, you know, it's, <laughs> right, right, it, right. It, it's all cyclical, it always comes back. Um and someone and has to like supervise. You, you move up the, up the <laughs> staff, if you will. Up, up the intelligence food chain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's – but then you start talking about four-day work weeks, right? And you start talking about some of these real futuristic ideas where, you know, I've noticed it, I, I have a pretty uh, average office job. It's not high-tech by any stretch. But me and people my age are able to do things way faster on the computer than older people because we grew up with it and we know how to use it. And you think about this next right. generation, if AI starts getting integrated, they're going to be better at using it. They're going to be faster and they are going to be able to do a, a week of work in a fraction of the time.
1: Right, right. Like what work will be will be different because you're not pushing papers around or whatever like that. Well, I think it's interesting because like I feel like there's so much of the world that has moved online and into computers, but there's also a lot of the world that is like not at all right like there are things you still have to like, you know, like calling the doctor's office to reschedule an appointment like you you still have to do that. <laughs> and, and sometimes you have to wait on hold for an indefinite amount <laughs> of time and mm-hmm. sitting there like twiddling your thumbs. Waiting for someone to call. So, like, maybe that's the, you know, if it's like two AI, (laughs) two stupid computer things, they can just sort of like, uh, like fuzzy talk to each other in the same way people do. Uh, Maybe that's good. On the other hand, like, they're probably going to mess things up all the time, and then you'll have to, then you'll have to do it. You'll probably have to wait on hold for even longer.
0: Well, and that's why, and that's where I wonder if creative skills become bespoke in the future where an AI generates 80% of art and 80% of writing. And it's only when you need something very specific or very creative that an individual, which by the way, I think this would be terrible and actually would be really disappointing, but I'm just saying, I think this is where it's going. It's sort of like Etsy where you would have to go and hire a creative person because the ai can't do the very specific thing but you know someone like me where it's like oh i need a picture of a construction worker holding some of our screws in front of a building like an ai can generate that i don't need a photographer or a person to do that like stock photo sites dead (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) you are not wrong listen i i might end up putting my uh photographer out of business poor guy and i like him so i i don't want to do that to poor dave Right.
1: Right. It's wild. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting slash weird. But voices assistants are dead. You heard it here.
0: I'm just saying, I just listen. I've got a, a smart speaker in every room in my house just about. And I never talk to the thing ever. I was an early adopter. I was all about it. I've got every integration on the known planet. I should be the perfect customer for these guys. And I just don't find the voice that much more efficient than pulling the app up or using a shortcut on my phone. Or using the dang wall switch. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you still use Um. your smart talkies? I do. I
1: do. I ask Siri, the Siri ball for the weather. Almost every day. And almost every time I forget to listen and have to ask her again. (laughs) And then, uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like she just needs to get to the point faster. Like she's a little too long winded maybe. Mm. um, and I just like I like lose interest before, uh, but I also like I do the turning on and off the lights a lot with 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 the the Siri ball because I have a bunch of we have a lot of lights and all of them yeah. are dimmable and all of them are smart connected. So we use like the scenes, like scene things a lot, and that's like pretty good. But uh, mostly, I am trying to think what else. Once in a while, I will add something to the grocery list via Siri. But honestly, if Siri like if Siri went away, it wouldn't be that big a deal. It's like it's convenient sometimes, but like not all the time. A lot of times, like you said, something pressing but like
0: when am I not looking at my phone? Like pressing the button on my phone is just as convenient. And honestly, the shortcuts. That was I think one of my favorite things of 2022 if you talk tech is the customizable home screens on iOS oh, 16, yeah, huge yeah. winner. But honestly, I've got the my first one's the weather, so I can glance at what the temperature is going to be. I've got overcast, I've got a Google voice search shortcut, and then I've got one that turns off all my lights when I go to bed. Like that that's that's go. most of what I would ask the smart lady to do anyway, and now it's a single tap away. I mean, it's, it's, I think the phone has gotten better at being faster to, um, to get to things you need where they're not as, uh, laborious.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Uh, I think I'm trying to think if Laura uses it for anything that I don't. Also, I have 13 minutes of battery left.
0: So oh my are, god
1: officially on the clock
0: we gotta speed this up I'm gonna uh crank
1: cranking <laughs> down my brightness what's using power oh it's google
0: chrome on, oh yes it and it and google chrome just loves to suck down that uh, battery yeah. juice um well here colby why don't you know it's obviously the end of the year not a great time to have tech news but there are a few stories in here um, or we can just talk about anything else you want. The floor is open. There, are no rules. Uh, no rules at last all. LastPass got hacked. What? What is up
1: with the LastPass hack? That's
0: that's. Yeah, a- this <laughs> is, this is bad. This is actually pretty bad. So, uh, LastPass uh disclosed a, a breach back in August. Well, they updated this week, um, to <laughs> expand on it and said that the threat actor gained unauthorized access through a single compromised developer account to portions of the password manager's development environment and took portions of source code and some proprietary LastPass technical information, as well as... Um, I'm just trying to get the exact quote so I get this right. Uh, they got personal information and related metadata, but also they copied a backup of customer vault data that include unencrypted data, such as website URLs, and encrypted data fields, such as website username and passwords, secured notes, and form-filled data. Now, these encrypted files remain secure with AES encryption, and it can be decrypted with the key derived from your password. However, the fear is that if you don't use a particularly complex, complex password, and they can guess it, they have all the pieces they need to open your entire password vault.
1: Don't like that. Oops! Big oops. I remember back, way back in the day, that was a reason I liked One Password better than that LastPass was that, like, you you the One Password user were responsible for like dealing with your fault. Um, that's not the case anymore. They do the same thing as LastPass. Uh,
0: yep. Now, but what are you gonna do?
1: Terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not great. And a reminder too, if you're going to use a password vault, at minimum, make sure your master password is ludicrously complex. Like there's one yeah. password you have to remember. Make it zany. Um cuz yeah, I'm still I'm still on LastPass. I've been on LastPass forever. And I think this is finally the thing that's going to get me cuz cuz I use my personal stuff is on LastPass which is not for a long time ago, but I just signed up all my work accounts on a 1Password like two or three years ago and I'd like it a lot better. So I think I'm finally going to get around to porting everything over nice. um, and switching. Cool. Terrifying. Good I pleasure. mean, Colby, th- this is a good question for you. Uh, I mean, what are some of your passwords? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I love password123.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, Colby, what's your mother's maiden name? And what street did you go
1: <laughs> I can't tell you that.
0: You um, know, I thought about that once. You know, and this is actually an honest question. I would like to know the answer. But those security questions, which are all the, what high school did you go to? Whatever. Do you put in the, the actual answer? Because I feel like you're not supposed to. Right.
1: You know, I usually do, but I try and like pick one that. Is not on Facebook. Like I, like I, I search. You know, I search
0: my. Oh, like my your feeders. favorite ice cream flavor. Or some of those,
1: right? Or like, where did you go to elementary school? Or like, you know, um, like what was the name of your high school mascot? It's like that's yes. a terrible. It's <laughs> like uh, that's no Googleable. Should, right, right. No one, no one should ever pick that one. I don't like those. They stress. It's so it makes it so stressful
0: because I I thought about that once and I was like, because by the way, that's how a lot of people's accounts get hacked is people can guess those like it does have, especially to celebrities. And I'm like, if someone wanted to get into one of my accounts and knew, could they figure out this information? And I'm like, I actually don't think it would be that hard admittedly like the street i grew up on like i'm pretty sure that's somewhere on google and my first pet's name i'm sure there's a photo of that pet somewhere and if you really wanted to yeah
1: yeah right right <laughs> it's a, if someone was specifically interested in you they could figure it out
0: thankfully nobody is that's the other thing i'm thankful for is i'm not rich or famous and stealing my identity Absolutely. would do nothing for nobody so um, my hope is that they don't even try Insignificant. No, if they want my identity, I don't want it. They can have it.
1: Right. Uh, All right, Sean, I'm down to seven minutes. We should do
0: picks. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. Actually, I'm very excited about your pick. Uh, And while you're doing that, I'm going to figure out if I have one. Uh, But Colby, what's your pick? This thing's cool. So uh, my pick is it's the Eve
1: uh, temperature humidity (laughs) sensor thing. Um, Eve is one of the smart home companies, and they do a lot of the home kit compatible stuff, which is great. But this one is cool because uh, a) it has a bunch of like water resistant, like it is you know IPX like three or something, like whatever the the water water resistant thing is, so you can throw it outside if you wanted to. Um, but b. It uses, so there's a new like uh, smart home communication protocol called Thread, which is, you know, it's like ZigBee or Bluetooth or, you know, it's another option besides ZigBee, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. And it's supposed to be designed for smart home stuff specifically. It's like kind of a meshing thing. So it lets smart home devices talk to like talk through one another like they don't have to connect directly to the the base station uh but the cool thing which i had no idea until i was researching these is like one it one it reaches really far so i got one for my mom to put in her greenhouse which is like you know like 60 feet away from the house and it works but two the siri uh ball the HomePod has a th- is a Thread router, so it works with mm. this new protocol. And all of them have been since, like since they were made. But there were like no Thread devices back in the day. So Eve has some Thread stuff, so uh, it's pretty cool. But I'm pleased with that so far.
0: Yeah, this is great. They got a bunch of cool. Um, they got an indoor air quality monitor, which is very interesting. Um, right. And they got you know it. If I were going back and buying smart plugs again, they have a smart plug um, that's not only a smart plug, but it's a power meter. It'll actually track how much power the plug is using, which is very interesting. I saw that today, yeah. And I'm like, very oh, cool. that's cool. So, yeah, this is great. That's awesome. Um, and actually, I thought it would have been more expensive than what it was. So that's not bad at all. Uh, EveHome.com, check out uh, Colby's rated one item, but they got a bunch of others you can check out. Very cool. Uh, I got a quick pick. Fanatics. um, A guy became a billionaire off this idea. He said, every sports league on the planet has branded gear they want to sell, and every one of them has to run their own store. What if I just ran the store for them? And so he started Fanatics.com, which then licensed every sports on the planet, um, and it's the official store to get all of their branded shirts, hats, gear in general, uh, but what I like about it is it's not only a, a one-stop shop, but, uh, they're very efficient in shipping and they have great clearance items, uh, which is where I got the stuff I got my dad for Christmas. So, um, that's why I wanted to pick it. But if you're ever around and looking for some new stuff, check out, don't ever pay full price for anything on their store. Cause eventually like they'll put good stuff on clearance. So, but actually I should pick the clearance section, but that's my pick. Um, I picked up a Bruins hat, a couple Patriots hats. Um, And overall, nice, a nice place to shop. The only thing is they said probably one of the worst. You have my email address. Now you'll send me a million marketing emails a day. (laughs) They're they're probably the most aggressive I've seen. I will get four to five emails a day from them. They do not mess around.
1: Damn. That's crazy.
0: All right, Colby. I think we have to wrap it up here. The power gods are done with us.
1: Actually, for some reason, I mean, you know, watch it just immediately dies as I'm saying this, but for some reason, the the, the time remaining has
0: started going up. Oh, no. Now. Oh, no. That's not. It's I sucking the energy it from itself. you. Three well, minutes ago, I had four minutes left,
1: and now I have eight minutes left. So
0: Fascinating. Well, Colby, is, is there thing? anything else you'd like to say or do before we uh, wrap up this Boxing Day episode? No. Twenty-nineteen. Twenty-twenty-two. <laughs> <Also, 2019. laughs> this is bad. I don't know what year it is either, so.
1: Twenty-nineteen never ended.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it, Colby. We're going into our tenth year of doing the show. Can you believe that?
1: I, I can believe it.
0: It, it I is. Think, it,
1: we're doing great.
0: <laughs> it's beyond wild. Um. <laughs> As I get a hug from the cat here, uh, I do have to quickly tease before we wrap up, though, Colby. We may have taped one of my favorite up for debates we've ever done, uh, Act One of Spider Man Turn Off the Dark, the musical. I'm telling you, pull this up on YouTube on the biggest screen you got. Uh, it's the full musical, so you can watch along with us. But Matt and I's commentary going through, I having seen it and researched it, him having never seen it before, it was a lot of fun. And coming up, hopefully later this week, we're going to tape Act Two. Um, it, it was legitimately, listening back, it was it was really fun. So uh, I recommend people check that out. Over at don't uh, Don'tPag.io is our website. You should check that out. Uh, all the episodes, including links to the pics we talked about this evening. And, of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts with the video version on YouTube. See Colby and I enjoying our weeks off. You can also uh, follow us at Don'tPank Show on Twitter or Show at gmail.com. Uh, and we're going to wrap it up here. Rumor has it Dan may be back next week. He said he he he's likely to join. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed. Wouldn't that be something? We'll get a big update on all his adventures. But until then, on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. And we're going to see you next time for a 2023 edition of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.